Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. I'm Prophetess Lou. I hope you all have a blessed day. Before we get started, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for loving us and taking care of us. We thank you for allowing us to see this beautiful day. We ask you to forgive us of any sins we've done. Father God, we ask as we partake in this word that you pour into us wisdom and knowledge and that you give us a a deeper understanding of your word, Father God. We actually bless the ones that are reading it and bless the ones that are hearing it. Father God, we thank you for today. We ask you to go with us, Father God, and protect us. And Father God, and guide us. Help us to handle the tough situations in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So today's key verse is Deuteronomy 13 and 4. Is it the Lord your God you must follow and him you must revere? Keep his commands and obey him and serve him and hold fast to him. Subject, hold fast to God. Christian truths. I'm holding fast. I am free. I am obeying God. I'm serving God. I pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it if you liked. The, this whole verse is key to our, our Christian walk. But the part the Holy Spirit wants us to notice is hold fast to him. How do we hold fast to God? What does that mean? Does this apply today? Let's first understand what is holding fast is. It means holding fast means adhere to, carry out, embrace, and live by. Holding fast in the Bible literally means to hold your position, to fix your gaze, and not to lose sight of. That means holding your position. It's countless of people and stories in the Bible where men and women held their position regardless of circumstance, regardless of emotion. We must be the same way and not lose sight. The world is losing sight of God. They are losing sight of who made them. And they are so fixated and fascinated with what people are doing and the things of the world that they have lost sight of that God is the creator of all. How do we hold fast to God? We do this by reading our word. And I know I sound like a broken record, but God desires us to get into our word and study to show ourselves that in order to elevate, we must place our time in him. In order to elevate, we must learn to read about him and enjoy his presence. Colossians 1 and 10, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the, of the Lord, fully pleasing him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. The word of God is telling us to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, not worthy of this world, not worthy of this or that, but of God. And to walk in that way, we must be people that don't allow this world to change us. We must remember what God is considered worthy. What are God's standards? It says fully pleasing him. When we do the things of God, when we do make him happy, we are pleasing him. And when we do this, we are holding fast. And when we obey and we do what we need to do, we will increase in wisdom and knowledge because God wants to pour into people that walk in the way that pleases him. We can't please God and live in any kind of way. Jeremiah 7, 23, but this command I gave him, obey my voice, and I will be, I will be your God, and you shall be my people, and walk in all the way that I command you, that it may be well with you. The Holy Spirit is asking us to do this now, obey my voice. When we obey his voice, we will be his people. By doing this, we are holding fast again. When we lay down our will and agenda and follow the voice of God, we are we will hold fast. And we won't depart from his from him. Because we know where our health comes from. God is showing us that this world is fading away. And who and what will you hold fast to? 1 Corinthians 6, 17. But he who joined to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Another way to hold fast or anchor down for God, we must pray. 
Prayer is the gateway to a closer relationship with God. Prayer is the gateway to knowing his will for our lives. When we live any kind of way, we don't surrender to him. We can't hold fast to him. We won't have time because we have made time for everything else. But God, Revelation 3 and 11, I'm coming soon. Hold fast what you have so that you that no one may seize your crown. The last verse today is telling us to hold fast to the truth of God. We can continue in the way of the enemy and lose the crown of life, or we can hold on to the truth of God and apply it to our lives. We can lose it if we don't hold on to the truth. We can lose it if we don't stay focused and anchor down for Christ. The word of God says that we used to be children that used to be tossed to and fro, and we aren't anymore. Stand firm and hold on to the truth <clears throat> of God. Don't let the things of the darkness change you. Today, God wants us to know holding fast to him isn't hard. Holding fast and listening to him isn't hard, but what's hard is living a life without him in darkness. And in darkness, we can't see because we aren't in the light. And when we anchor down for Christ in our life, we won't allow the things of this world to carry us off. Do you hear the Holy Spirit saying to you, anchor down with me? Do you hear him saying, I want to hold fast. I want you to hold fast to me. Hold fast to God. Because he's the only one that won't leave you when things aren't going according to plan. Prayer, Heavenly Father, thank you for everything. We ask you to help us to stay focused and anchor down to you. Father, help us to hold fast to the truth. Lord, if it's anything changing us, we ask you to remove it. If it's anything that's blocking us from connecting and holding us fast to you, we ask you right now to break it and rebuke it and send it back to the pits of hell. Lord, we thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you for forgiving us of our sins. We give you everything. Lord, help us to apply today's devotional to our everyday life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So today's topic is holding fast to God. I'll give everybody a few minutes to grab their Bible, drink of water, and we're going to get started. Okay. Holding fast to God. Basically, we have learned that holding fast means to adhere, to carry out, embrace, live by. Holding fast in the Bible literally means to hold your position or fix your gaze and not lose sight. A lot of times we lose sight of God. We allow the cares of life, uh, pain and, and sickness and other things, relationships to steer us away. It's easy to do. It's easy to try to live a life without Christ and and. To be honest, I lived all a good amount of my years without Christ. And I, I thought in my mind that I could do it without him. And it felt fine without him for a little while. I I didn't it didn't bother me too much. But as I got older and, and I realized that the things that I wanted was not coming to me. I wanted to be loved most of all, and the people that I loved didn't love me. And the things that I wanted kept disappearing. Because it wasn't meant for me to be in the world. It was meant for me to be with him. And like everyone else, if everyone can be honest, you, you, you get stubborn. You're like, no, I'm, I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to keep living and doing what I want to do because it's my life. You don't hold fast to anything because you don't know how to hold fast. And the only thing you're holding fast to is the things of this world and to your money. So after a while, it gets uncomfortable. And you keep thinking to yourself, why is everything going the way it is? Why isn't everything feeling good anymore? Because the good time is gone. The enemy feels like he has you. He, he don't have to show you a good time anymore. It's almost like a bad date. He takes you out. 
you're having a good time and everything takes a turn. And he feels like, oh, she's going to stay or he's going to stay. He know what it is. You have good days, you have bad days, whatever. Get over it. But then you start to notice that you're not happy. You're not really happy. Even us as Christians, sometimes we can let go of our joy, which is Christ, because we feel like, oh, I read my Bible, I pray, and I still don't get what I want, so why should I be with him? The word of God says, hold fast. We must hold fast to the things of God because those are the things that's going to connect us with him. And no, the Bible didn't say we're going to have all good days. The Bible didn't say we're going to have all happy days and we're going to be smiling all the time. Because it's not a lot of days sometimes I smile. Because the enemy is going to come after you because you left him. Because you decided to follow Christ. You decide to hold fast. And so he's going to see how hard are you holding on to God. I'm going to shake things up a little bit. And he's going to keep shaking until you let go. And he'll leave for a season. And he'll come back. But it's up to us to say, no, I'm going to follow Christ. I'm going to hold fast to the truth because the truth of God is, is what's in me. The truth of God is what's directing me. The truth of God is <coughs> excuse me, helping me in this darkness. The truth of God is what's leading me away from what's hurting me. The truth of God is what's giving me peace in my life, and it is. But we have to understand that every day is not going to be a good day. But it's a blessed day because we're holding fast to God. And the Holy Spirit wants us to know that when we hold fast to him, that everything's going to be all right. That I have you. That you have a, a better gift. You have a bigger prize at the end of your life, which is the crown of life. Don't have anyone to make you lose it. It says it in Revelation. Last verse. It says Revelation 3.11. I'm coming soon. Hold fast. There's that word again. Hold fast what you have so that no one may seize your crown. Because people will seize your crown and pull you out of character. Things will seize your crown and pull you out of character. Situations and circumstances will pull you out of character and seize your crown. But it's up to us to declare, this is my crown. You're not taking it. I'm standing firm in Christ and he's going to help me. In order for God to help us is that we apply the things from the Bible to our life. But we must open up our Bible. We must open up our word and feed our soul. And in order to feed our soul, we must ask the Holy Spirit to help us understand so that we can apply it to our life. That's why every day is my daily prayer. God, help me not to just eat, but help me to apply it to my life. Help me not to be just a doer, but help me be a listener and a hearer because it's different. Sometimes I can talk to my twin and she we talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And sometimes she would get tired of listening. And I'm like, did you hear me? She's like, yeah, I heard you. I'm like, what did I say? And she can't tell me. And I get so upset because I'm talking and you're not listening. I've had that happen several times. I'd be talking and talking and talking and talking. And I ask someone, what did I say? And they can't tell me. And that's how the Holy Spirit feels, that he's talking to us, but we're not hearing him because we're focused on other things. She's focused on other things. She's focused on her kids. She's focused on her life. She's focused on whatever she got going on. <coughs> Excuse me. And that's how we are. We pay no mind to God when he speaks to us. Because we're focused on other things.
So we want to be listeners and hearers and doers of his word. We want to apply it to our life so that we can hold on to the crown. Another tidbit he gave us today is to obey his voice. We could hear him, but are we obeying his voice? Are we obeying his will? Another tidbit he gave us to pray. He says, pray. He said, he said when we do the things that we're supposed to do, which is walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, Colossians 1 10, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work, increasing in the knowledge of God. When we walk in a worthy, manner worthy of God, that means we're loving our neighbor as ourselves. We're reading the word. We're meditating. We're fasting. We're holding to him. Hold on to him. It's like when we put our seatbelt on, we're locked in. We're not going anywhere. You could pull that seatbelt. It sometimes won't even give you any breathing room around your neck. And you keep pulling and pulling and keep stopping and stopping. Gives It doesn't give. It doesn't move. And that's what the Holy Spirit wants us to do. He wants us to hold on to him and buckle in and, and enjoy the ride and, 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 and embrace what's happening on our journey. Because we are on a journey. Your journey doesn't look like mine. My journey doesn't look like yours. But whatever our journey is, we must understand that we must walk it with him. We can't do it in our own strength. We can't change the things that's in us that's of the flesh. That's why you must go to him daily and pick up your cross and follow him and say, God, I'm having a problem because I'm looking at things I shouldn't. God, I'm saying things I shouldn't. God, I'm lying. God, I'm giving my attention to people that, that shouldn't and things that I shouldn't. That's how you hold fast. But if we don't learn how, <clears throat> we don't embrace what he's trying to teach us, we will never elevate. Elevation and growth stops. It ceases when we decide to continue to go in the way we want to go. You can't expect God to give you wisdom and knowledge if you don't open your word. You can't expect God to give you healing in your hand if you don't even know how the, how Paul healed and how Peter healed and how Jesus healed when he was here. How can you dare say, I want to be a healer, but you don't know how because you never read your word. I want to be a teacher, but what are you going to teach me? You never open your word. I want to be a preacher. How can you preach and you you learn from other people how, what they preach about and what not to do when you are not doing what you shouldn't be doing? God is looking for a group of people that will hold fast and not bend the knee to what's going on in this world. It's so much that the world wants you to turn a blind eye to. The world wants you to turn a blind eye to what's going on. And wants you to turn a blind eye to Satan taking loose in this world. He's been here, but he's holding on tight to, to our children. He's holding on tight to our spouses. He's holding on tight to people saying that it's okay to be in multiple relationships. It's okay to commit adultery. It's okay to lay with whoever you want to lay with. It's okay to be wherever you want to be. It's okay to declare yourself this or declare yourself that because that's what you want to do because it's your life let me tell you something people of god when you walk in a way that's man that's the manner of christ you will proclaim the truth of god and the truth of god says you can't lay with everyone the truth of god says that you cannot do this and you cannot do that and the truth of god says everything that's opposite of this world but we must say to ourselves 
Am I going to follow Christ? Am I going to follow this world? Because the word of God also says that if you're lukewarm, I will spew you out. My mother asked me the other day, she said, Lou, do you want a bottle of water? I said, yeah, I just take it room temperature. She said, oh, you drink lukewarm water? I said, I didn't consider it lukewarm. She said, that is considered lukewarm to me. She said, I don't see how you drink it. I'm like, I drink it just fine if I'm thirsty. People don't consume lukewarm water because it doesn't taste good going down. God will spew you out his mouth if you're lukewarm. Let's get our Bibles and look at our reference. First reference is 1 Thessalonians 5 and 21. 1 Thessalonians, <clears throat> excuse me, 5 and 21. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm getting sick. I've been taking medication. Um, probably going to change that up soon. <laughs> okay, 1 Thessalonians 5 and 21. It says this in the NLT. Stay away from every kind of evil. 1 Thessalonians 5.21 NIV says, but test everything and hold fast what is good. But test everything and hold fast to what is good. There's that hold fast again. Hold fast to what is good. Don't hold fast to things that aren't of God. Don't hold fast to things that are of the enemy. Don't contemplate whether you want to do the things of the world. Because honestly, when you start dabbling and you allow your mind to become open to the things of the world and you're thinking about it, you're contemplating, you're going to most likely do it. Because we don't know how to say, no flesh, calm down. <clears throat> I'm just discussing it. Because the enemy feels like that's a doorway for him to come in and say, okay, let me give her exactly what she wants. Let me get a drink of water. I'm sorry. <clears throat> the enemy feels like, oh, okay, she wants to do this. Let me help her. Let me put some strong thoughts. If you're not grounded in the Lord and you're not going to God and saying, God, these are the thoughts I'm having. These are the things I want to do. I know I shouldn't. Can you help me? If you're not that type of person, that strong minded holding fast christian forget about it you're gonna cave in to that desire that's why my mother always told me don't play in the devil's territory <clears throat> lou don't play in the devil's territory and when you give over to those thoughts and you meddle in those thoughts and you let those thoughts consume you you are playing in the devil's hand stop the word right here says hold fast to what is good hold fast to the holy spirit hold fast to the bible hold fast to the truth that's what we should be holding fast to. Go to John 20 and 29. John 20 and 29. Okay. John 20 and 29 says, Then Jesus told them, You believe because you have seen me. Blessed are those who believe without seeing me. John 20, 29 says in NIV, he said to him, have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen me yet have believed. We haven't seen him, so we're blessed. We have to understand this, that we have a blessing over our life that he's given us because we we believe him and we have not seen his people that was around jesus and literally didn't believe in him because they couldn't understand how can someone that came from this be this he, he someone actually even said that to him people didn't believe in him people thought he was a demon people thought he was the devil 
People called him all kinds of things, but he still stood strong. He hold fast to what he was brought here to do, which is to hold fast, which is to preach and teach. He said, blessed are those who have not seen yet have believed. We must believe in God. We must believe that what we're holding on fast to, <coughs> excuse me, everyone, what we're holding fast to is what we, what we're holding on fast to is the truth of God. What we're holding on fast to is what we're supposed to be doing. And what's happening is, is that people are seeing the world prosper and, and they, they ask us questions. Why is they getting what they want and I'm not? Why do they have a bigger house and I'm following God and I don't? The, 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 the word of God says that these things will fade away. Now, it's not saying that God doesn't want us to have a bigger house, but these things will fade away. Don't concentrate on what house someone's living in. Don't concentrate on what someone's riding in and getting them from point A to point B. Don't, don't focus on that. Focus on your soul. Focus on getting your life right and everything will be added to us. It says, seek me first and the kingdom of God will be added to you. Everything that you want will be added to you when you seek me. When you seek me with your whole fast heart, when you hold fast to the things of, this, of, of me, of truth, of, of the Bible, of the word. When you hold fast to the things of this life, you won't gain anything. But when you hold fast to the things of God, those things will be added to you when you seek him. When you seek the truth of God, stop seeking the things of this world because it won't last. Please. The Holy Spirit is trying to tell us you're holding fast to Instagram and TikTok. Or are you holding fast to your Bible? Are you holding on? Are you fixing your gaze on your Bible? Every day when you wake up, are you listening to the word of God? Are you reading the word of God? Are you eating the word of God? <clears throat> or are you getting up watching TikTok and Instagram and trying to figure out what's the latest trend and what shoes to buy and what, what's this and what's that? Let me tell you something, people of God. The things of this world is fading away. The things of this, girl, this world doesn't mean nothing. But what means something is when we get up in the morning, we reach the mountaintop. We say, God, I'm here. I'm tired, but I'm here. God, I'm in pain, but I'm here. God, only have a little time, but I'm here. God, feed me. Show me what you want to show me. Give, a, give me revelation and visions, please, because I'm here. I'm trying. Give me strength throughout my day because I'm tired. My body wants to sleep, but I'm here. The flesh is weak, but I'm here. We have to start choosing. We have to start holding fast. I pray you all enjoyed this devotional. Please remember that Jesus loved you. I love you too. And thank you for listening. And remember, please hold fast to the things of God and not this world. Thank you.